Welcome to To Put It Playfully, the podcast that explores all things kink, sex and lingerie. I'm your host Becky, enthusiast of all things playful and sensual. Each week we bring you a new guest to join a conversation and share their unique perspective. So join us as we delve into the fascinating and thrilling world of play, pleasure and everything in between. Hello, welcome to To Put It Playfully. I'm Becky, your host, and today we're with Helena of lover management she is the powerhouse behind many of the uk's most well-known sex educators sex influencers and <laughs> sex workers representing the likes of Scott, scotty unfamous florence park miss gold and blogger on pole all of whom <laughs> we've had are, like as previous guests on the podcast i'm super excited to chat today about like your work on the stop deleting us campaign in light of the recent censorship and deplatforming of people in the sex and intimacy sector but before we get on to that let's start from the beginning of lover um tell me a little bit about you and how lover came to be what it is today okay so lover i started in 2019 so before then i was a gallery girly i was like working in galleries okay and yeah. worked in this like got pushed by this celebrity dj management company and worked for them for about six months and realized i really love talent management yeah. so in those six months I learned a lot and then I was like right that company liquidated and I was in Paris at the time on holiday and I just got this message like the company's closed and I was like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) then I was like I really love it and I want to do it and is is it really crazy for me to just like set up my own so I did um I didn't think it was going to be like my full-time job but I had a few friends that needed management at that time so Pussy Palace Nadine was a really good one of like the first people that I worked with um helping them get some brand stuff Poundland Bandit I don't know if you know them they're like yeah um, I've heard of yes yeah they're like a meme page but they were a meme page and now yeah so I worked with them a lot on like different brand things but then basically in the last two years I started to specialize in intimacy so yeah as you mentioned we work predominantly with sex and relationship influencers dating apps uh, sexual wellness brands erotic cinema pornography yeah sex workers just things of that nature like our work holds talent management at its core but we're also a creative agency so that includes PR services and like curatorial jobs or casting jobs and event-based things basically because brands ask us to do things and I can't say no so (laughs) it's just like (laughs) <laughs> yes everything um yeah as I said at the beginning we kind of our work spans lots of different industries mm-hmm. uh, fashion music managed quite a lot of DJs um, and some meme pages beam me up soft boy was a really great one mm-hmm. um but we just really naturally gravitated towards the sex sphere it's my personal interest it's my where I get my most job satisfaction whenever we're doing anything with like a dating app it was like this is like the stuff that I want to be doing and then basically love has just really exploded since leaning into that being our speciality. And yeah. it's just, I have an incredible roster. I feel very lucky. And there are some thing. like, yeah, really amazing people on there. And like, it is such a niche as well. I suppose, like, do you find that compared to the other talent that you used to manage, is there like a different like duty of care that you have now with sort of like people in the sex and intimacy industry? Absolutely. I mean, I think all talent management has a duty of care, but it's an extended level. And I think lots of people don't want to work with people in this industry because things like Instagram is going to get deleted. You know, you maybe can't go to the US 
um you know it oh, censorship wow. is, is really insidious mm -hmm. and like it permeates in very strange ways some people can't have bank accounts uh, it's very a business bank account for example it's very strange like how how these like blocks come about mm -hmm. and I think having a speciality in that really means that I have this like understanding of that it's things that I'm still learning but I feel like there is a deeper understanding and I think that that's where like the politics come in and doing things like this stop deleting us campaign mm -hmm. is so important because it's like it really is it is the core of lover and yeah. I want to be able to help in like the like full aspect um and I think not just poaching everything that person's doing and getting my <laughs> commission you know it's yeah. about actually actually the there is a really deep care and understanding that needs to come for people in this industry definitely yeah it's like almost like an activism element to it because it's not just yeah like your talent you're trying to like get them jobs and all this stuff like there's actually like more to it than that it's like yeah. helping change the narrative around sex and intimacy especially like in social media now where like the goalposts are constantly moving like I oh. guess like that's like something that you're constantly having to come up against with all your clients I suppose <laughs> Absolutely. And everyone, there's this thing that Carolina, Dr. Carolina, um, blogger on poll coined, and it's algorithmic gossip. And it's like all the things that we kind of say, like we kind of tell each other, like, oh, I did this and my account didn't get deleted and things yeah. like that. And it's like, because we don't have the information and the tools, it's like we go through all of these. Yeah, we kind of like have to spread gossip about how to keep your account it's yeah it's bizarre yeah like I actually that reminds me of something that I heard I think it was only like a few weeks ago that people were saying oh you're allowed to post nipples but like as long as they're covered by mesh and like I don't even <laughs> know if that's true like but I don't I think it is and yeah, like exactly. loads of stuff like things of mine that get flagged it's like literally like the side of my bum like you can't even see any like creases <laughs> like it's just like yeah. crazy I feel like it's getting worse yeah the thing so we have a relationship with Meta um we have been going in with Carolina and kind of learning a lot about stuff and Carolina presenting their uh, research and it you know whenever someone gets deleted I would put their name forward etc but it was so you know few and far between I guess but yeah it's really what they told us when we were going for the meeting is that a lot of it like a very high percent of it is AI so right. that so many things get flagged so you could have your legs sorry your arms like this and they yeah. will think legs spread right oh my gosh okay so it's really yeah it's very it's very hard but some of my clients find it a creative challenge I think that's a really great way to look at it of like what can we get away with what can we not and like yeah. kind of having maybe that gives us a little bit we can play with that a little bit more because we have a relationship with meta and that it's not fail safe but like if we get deleted it's like we yeah, we can kind of test the waters a little bit to see what can and can't be deleted. But this is the problem. It, it's too vague. It's really, that's what's so frustrating. Um, and it's not consistent. So what you might get, get deleted for, I might not. Yeah. I've, my personal account has been deleted so many times that I don't even post on it anymore. Wholesome slug. <laughs> they, yeah, it was just crazy. And it was always, I would be posting someone else's content 
and right, that's what yeah. it was like I don't understand <laughs> like, yeah because that's on their profile and it's fine but like because it's on yeah and I, I guess it probably ties into maybe about what Carolina said on the podcast about the implicit solicitation which I think yeah. a lot of people don't really know about yeah but even Definitely. so like you just don't know what's going to be any like sort of thing pointing to people like LinkedIn bio can be counted as solicitation so but a lot of people are doing that obviously there's a reason for that <laughs> for that function yeah. yeah yeah it's interesting you say that actually because I think we kind of again it's algorithmic gossip but we kind of thought that basically all of these accounts that got deleted recently was because of them sharing links right so it- matter what it was going out to mm-hmm. but there was club verboten for example which is an event there's a was there was a lot of events so they obviously are posting links a lot or have links in bio and the uk fetish archive also got deleted and they were promoting an event right okay we feel like there was a glitch or maybe not glitch around things with links basically but we yeah. will never know meta will, will not tell us <laughs> Yeah, that's so frustrating. And I guess with, like with the AI thing, like we know that AI isn't like obviously it's developing very very quickly, but it's not perfect. Yeah. And yeah, when you like reduce like human bodies to like an AI algorithm thing, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> it's just hard to imagine like how these things come up. And do you know anything about like you know if you do dispute? like you know um, this post can't be recommended for whatever reason like do you know about how they kind of handle those disputes um they're supposed to be reviewed by humans but again it uh, we feel um that it's people are just shouting into the void like I think yeah. some people get some stuff back but as Carolina has, has seen and a, a, as I have seen you have to either get a piece of press or know someone that knows someone that works at Meta to get your account back um the appeal system yeah it it seemed like a really good thing because it meant that you could see why your account wasn't uh, recommendable but it, it it's yeah the, the appeal system in my opinion is failing there's a bit of a discrepancy with this because I do feel like there should be more information and that the appeal system should work better mm-hmm. but at the same time with when things are when AI is a bit like failing that is also maybe a good thing for us it's kind of really hard to it's hard to yeah to know but you don't want a perfect robot <laughs> yeah that's true it's like scary. you can argue with a human at least yeah. <laughs> you can't argue with a robot <laughs> so yeah there's a I think some people it's a, a conversation within the industry definitely that some people are very, very pro mm. uh, information and wanting clear boundaries to be able to like work against but I think some people really revel in the vagueness so yeah, yeah. it's a yeah. bit of I guess like I mean obviously like the main thing that we get shown is like at least on like the playful promises social it's like it's sexual or nudity and it's like those can be very vague terms because obviously I don't consider lingerie or women in lingerie to be sexual or nudity like but some people do and obviously that like not having those like clear explanations for what those like terms mean in the context that they're using them is really frustrating because yeah like obviously there's a difference of opinion yeah and I think this yeah you kind of want to be able I think everyone should be able to be on Instagram whether 
yeah. whether they are um you know uh soliciting or not or showing your body or not I feel like everyone should be able to have a, a, a social media presence yeah and they deserve to have a social media presence but they a lot of the time we've noticed like people are penalized unfairly and this is also the problem that it isn't you know just the content it's uh, the inconsistencies and I think that's the thing that's like yeah the most frustrating the things that some people can get away with and some people can't whether that's gender race all these other factors that come into it being a sex worker or not this is this is the the biggest frustration I think definitely yeah it seems like definitely like bigger accounts tend to get away with more and I wonder if that's like partially because they are bringing like some sort of income to meta (laughs) so they have like less leeway (laughs) absolutely but then these things like you know UK Fetish Archive which is a huge institution and getting like you know collateral like these uh, accounts are are, like wrongfully deleted right or like collateral but I kind of want to yeah say that it's I can't remember who said the phrase but it's like an internet that's not safe for sex workers is not is a worse place for everyone or something I think that's so true like we are getting caught up in something but it's sex workers at the core that are the most like penalized the most censored and like them yeah that's like that's who have been at this core and have spoke about this since since Sester Foster since before Sester yeah, Foster. yeah. Foster, Sester. And I always get the way, the way. <laughs> it's foster sex no I mean yeah yeah I don't know if it matters (laughs) but yeah like (laughs) absolutely and I feel like sex workers have been saying this for a long time how dangerous and like the direction that we're heading of this sort of puritanical like view of like particularly women's bodies it's not helping (laughs) like it's not helping anybody really absolutely yeah and I think the thing that I find really frustrating because the UK has for their own censorship laws but the fact that the this US law is now in effect mm. on a global level is really that I find really frustrating because it is puritanical and it is wrapped up in this thing of like being church and state that are that is linked it's not separate as you know people would seem to believe it's crazy how it how it filters into and like I said it's really insidious and it permeates in very very strange ways I think at the time when people were getting deleted recently as well there was quite a few people getting kicked off Stripe and Cash and that was yeah it seemed like it was all tied in together definitely yeah I don't I I mean this is ages ago now but I do remember there being a whole massive thing with like credit card companies and trying to block obviously like anything to do with sort of exchanging money for like some sort of sexual content whether that's like nudes or whatever um because of like the whole like idea of them trying to stop sex trafficking which obviously that's not sex trafficking we can't like conflate the two like you know a consenting adult selling there whatever well that was the whole OnlyFans issue as well when they tried to reverse like they say the content couldn't be sexual and then they reversed it which was really Mm. great yeah it's that was a very stressful time for lots of people um and even I I had something recently with my lover merch the t-shirts that I (laughs) when I first went to get them printed they wouldn't print the design because it was too sexual which was absolutely wild to me and I was like what the hell is going on so I had to find another printer but this is what I mean where like the censorship can just because they didn't know if they could exchange money for a cartoon yeah yeah (laughs) it is 
they people get so scared and they're just like no yeah we can't we can't charge that all the credit card companies law meant that we couldn't or something it was yeah insane yeah so it was down to like the actual like the money aspects yeah right okay because I always think like in terms of like erotic art and things like that like you can go to a gallery and see something like quite graphic in a painting but why is that not allowed like you can see it in person like why is that not allowed on the internet like why can't appreciate people appreciate art on the internet like yeah Yeah. that's just crazy but yeah I guess it's the monetary aspect absolutely and all art like originally was just like naked bodies yeah yeah (laughs) Like you're yeah. hard, like you'd be hard pressed to find someone clothed. Yeah, bizarre. And I'm also, you know, I'm from the Tumblr generation. We yeah. want on the internet. We love all of the stuff that like forms your community and all of that mm. sort of like you know way of connecting. And we can talk about it a little bit more when we're talking a bit more about um the stop deleting us campaign. But my, you know, I really felt like some people maybe will have thought that this was really futile you know like mm. oh your Instagram got deleted but this is not this is your digital self like yeah. it's so ingrained into our everyday that mm. for you to be deleted without warning without information is really it 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 does affect people's mental health it does mm. it's stressful whether that's a business income or just connecting to a community yeah. uh, I think that's why not only is it something that I've experienced personally but like it's really yeah it, it, that was like really a big spur behind for me behind stop deleting us because it was us like you're deleting us not yeah. not just it's not just an Instagram you know it's exactly it's, it's not the yeah. same as like say taking down a post where you know potentially it wasn't like following community guidelines whatever but yeah Yeah. you're actually like removing this person from the internet it's like that's on other platforms that's almost unheard of like unless you're like someone who's like Andrew Tate or something like that like Mm -hmm. who's like you know spreading actually like really um damaging misinformation but yeah because you are sex positive or you know sexually empowered then that's like you deserve to like like be unseen basically it's an interesting point that because actually lots of right-wing rhetoric never gets deleted like there's lots of very like pro-virginity pro-marriage like Mm -hmm. uh, no sex before marriage like stuff all exists and and can be influential to people and like it's very strange when you get on that part of the internet like that that all exists but and and can exist but for us it's just like when it's a yeah something yeah like playful promises and amazing sex positive female like brand and then it's just like no you know yeah like yeah it's crazy (laughs) but um yeah like what what, so what was the sort of catalyst for like starting the Stop Deleting Us campaign? Yeah, so Stop Deleting Us was definitely born out of frustration. So like I said, I had a have a, have a contact at Meta um, and kind of have been going to these uh, meetings, but everything felt very, we hear you and like nothing was really changing. Um, not that things should uh, are going to be that immediate, but it was very like we would go with names and then the names would get removed, uh, unblocked. And, and things like that but basically late June lots of accounts got deleted seemingly overnight and when we collated them there was about 45 accounts from our inner circle so that yeah. is like 
only people we know you know like that it's a very very big amount and yeah uh Carl from Verboten and I got on the phone because I was like I do have a contact I can put your name forward but it, they Meta was saying that we were giving too many names and it was really I was like well you're deleting too many accounts yeah <laughs> they were saying that we're giving like that it was going to take longer essentially and when I was speaking to Carl about it he did this amazing campaign last year that I uh, attended that was Save Pink Spaces against Tower Hamlets mm-hmm. and won um and did an incredible incredible protest yeah uh to to have kink spaces in tower hamlets uh, in east london and because if if you didn't do that you can only actually have uh kink parties in Vauxhall or something it was like really right. you had to like fight for this it was yeah. incredible what he did so he was like could a protest translate into what what we want to do now so we got a few people together that had been deleted or like a kind of instrumental in the um kink and sex positive space and this was a friday it was like mid friday kind of conversation Monday we had a huge meeting and on Tuesday we released the initial press release yeah it had like an initial list of demands and the demands were things like you know when on on Instagram this is something I've been fighting for for ages on Instagram when there is like violent content there is a warning that comes up that says you know opt in to see it usually I feel that should just exist for sex stuff yeah when when it was COVID as well anything COVID related it had a flag that this is going to be this information and I feel like I just can't see how it doesn't translate into sexual content or 18 plus content or Mm. you know if it is about save the children like there should be something that you can opt into because there is all of this violent stuff that you can see anyway yeah it's just yeah I find it incredibly frustrating so that was one of the things that I really wanted to fight for Um, and also to get all of these accounts back and a few others that you can see on on lovers instagram so then over the next few days lots of press got in contact and the accounts were slowly reinstated so we had a so this is like the tuesday and then on the thursday we had another meeting we're like right lots of the accounts are back should we still do this protest like what what how do how do we all feel and not everybody's account was back so we felt this still needed to go ahead the thing that also is really frustrating and and I think people have kind of asked me why why are you doing it if you have this like connection with meta is that basically the accounts can come back but they're still penalized because they've been deleted so there is like the content can't be shown or it gets deleted straight away afterwards so we wanted to fight for that reason as well as you know protest is a form of getting your frustration out and you know all of us congregating together felt really like a really great cathartic thing be outside and like understand where everyone's coming from exactly and shouting and feeling that community physically it it was fantastic you know and so we had about 60 people reply because we had like a thing for you to like rsvp to just so that we could have enough safety officers and then we had an insane amount of press like over 10 articles in really huge magazines like evening standard wired hook um, all different angles. Wired was very much from a tech angle, saying that tech was wow. failing us. And all of these, yeah, there's a really amazing campaign. It was really rainy. So the people came out. We we chose we chose from two till six to be the most disruptive to mm-hmm. them 
in the office but obviously if it was like after work I think more people could have come down it was a really great turnout even though it was in the middle of the day and really really <laughs> it was funny because all of our signs were like um oh, no. not laughing and they were like we were like stop deleting it <laughs> <laughs> and then, like it's just all like draining yeah. away. <laughs> oh, no. um but it was fantastic yeah it was really yeah. great I think even just the shouting for me shouting stop deleting us just it really it felt like incredible and physically so. yeah yeah that's so amazing like it is really important to like organize and show up like even if it's one person like that make like it's something like <laughs> hopefully someone sees that and like they're you know inspired yeah. but um so like what's like did Meta respond at all not directly but someone from Meta did come out and shake Carl's hand we need to have like a oh, pause wow. Yeah, it was quite interesting. We used to have a post meeting with the whole group. But I think what we kind of want people to take away from it is like there is a resource there. So you can use the hashtag, you can use use all of that sort of stuff and make noise because this is very UK based. Yeah, it is bad. we did see actually the week after lots of um accounts in LA started to get banned I don't know the like ins and outs of, like, why it, it is more location based but then I guess what we're trying to say is we've made this resource for you to be able to use and do and, and kind of you know yeah use yourself and kind of make the community and make the uh, protest yourself as well yeah. because this isn't the first time people have like fight fight against meta you know carolina's been doing this stuff since 2017 there's an amazing account called cats and crows that did a sex worker fight and protest outside of meta in 2019 curvy naomi has been doing things for years against instagram alongside gina martin like you know i really hope that this comes across that this is just an additional thing that this is something that has been ongoing for a really really long time but it just felt like this was because of the mass deletions like the stop deleting us just felt so fitting to be like this was a whole community that you were attacking right now yeah i just i i feel yeah sex works are at the heart of this and have been fighting about this for a really long time and we just want to the press was incredible that we got and we wanted to center all of the history of things mm-hmm. as well yeah and I think like the like even like the hashtag stop deleting us like it's really like sums up like what it's all about because it's not just like stop deleting our accounts it's stop deleting like us like from the narrative like sex workers and like obviously at the core but then the offshoots of that like the sex industry sex positive yeah. industry like it is like that is you know it is a huge part of people's identities like as much as people want to deny it like sex is at the core of everything <laughs> like you know and like that's like yeah yeah and like we literally come from sex like it's like most of us do like it it comes like you know it is so important to our identities you know whether you're super sexual or not like you know it is important and it is important not to delete that part of yourself because repressing that it's so damaging to you know everything around us like our sex education and um like our well-being overall like it is important definitely yeah like it's not just like yeah it's not it's not even just like about the individual it's like you know your sexuality as a whole yeah definitely so like is there anything you know have you got any like further plans to like you know increase the reach of this campaign yeah I mean I think it's always going to be ongoing until it isn't hopefully (laughs) we hope Um, that it's got an end date (laughs) there is 
it is the first of many, I'm sure. And like I said, this hashtag and stuff is something that people can take with themselves as well. And they can, yeah. uh, you know, fight, you know, do it in their own communities. It is definitely ongoing. We're going to have like a debrief meeting and kind of see yeah. what is, what, what are the next things that we need to do. But I think overall, it was incredibly successful. You know, the press was the visibility and the amount of press that we got because people, and because Meta, I guess, is so such a huge part of our lives I think people want to hear when when things are happening against it you know just the frustration yeah because like even if you're not in this sector like you can definitely resonate with the frustration of the way that companies like Meta are kind of have like the monopoly on our online presence so like it is important like it you know if you're like at online at all it's an important issue definitely yeah like I I really hope like you know if more protests are planned I will be there this time like I'm so sad to have missed it it looked amazing like promises was there like yeah yeah. at least like we were represented (laughs) but I was like personally I would have loved it yeah it was just I think it is really important and like I hope that like you know the momentum continues and people like become more aware of the campaign and yeah like you know see the importance of it but I do think like what you what you guys put together was really incredible like genuinely I thought like (laughs) this is amazing like to organize that in a few days is nothing short of like you know like it's just a testament to how hard like everyone works on it it's really great but yeah like I'm running out of time so I'm not gonna try not to rush myself but um yeah like any any other like anything like you want to plug or um you know get out there to the playful audience my roster is fantastic um so like it's at lover management on instagram if you yeah want to hit like work with us in any sort of way we've got lots of projects coming up but I can't announce anything yet I'm under NDA <laughs> oh no okay well I'm sure like we'll be able to like chat to you about them at some other point and yeah like everyone just like you know listening just please go like look at the stop deleting us hashtag like it will enlighten you um and just show you like <laughs> what it's all about and I'm sure like yeah it will keep continuing I'm sure like the momentum will keep going on and hopefully we'll see like some change shift in the right direction yeah yeah thank you so much for your time today it was so lovely to chat to you um yeah I'll be like keeping my eye out on everything that's going on and yeah like you've always got playfuls like support in these things I love that thank you (laughs) thank you so much again thank you for listening to to put it playfully if you want to follow us on social media find us at playful promises and don't forget to hit the subscribe button to learn about our new podcast episodes see you then